South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. I'm Aaron with Pipe and Guillermo from Cabaletta. How are you guys? We're fine. Thank you. We're doing great. Thanks for chatting with me this afternoon. Let's get started by talking about how you got together as a band. We used to be in a four-piece band. Pipe was a drummer and I was a bass player. And then eventually, like, the lead singer and the guitar player ended up leaving. And it was only the two of us. And it's very hard to find people who, you know, they're, they're reliable to, to rehearse and, and show up. So it was only the two of us. And we started, you know, um, coming up with ways to just uh, be a two-piece band. At first, it was challenging. We basically got a warehouse to jam. And one day, Ejo was like, I think we can do this. Like, if I buy a few effect pedals, um, you know, we can make make it sound good. And if you would in, into it, just trying it out, we decided, let's do it. I think this can work. So that's how we got started. And when you guys got together, was it with the intention of making a certain kind of music, or was it just like, let's see what happens? Let's see what happens, basically. I mean, we just wanted to jam and keep playing music, but then we noticed that, that we were coming up with really cool stuff. So we decided we decided to plan our first show, and we got very good reviews. A very good producer happened to see us that day, and... Uh, we worked with them, so now we're releasing our first album. That's so cool. Now tell me more about that, please. At the first show we played, which was almost a year ago, it was May 19th of 2018. It was for our friend's birthday. Uh, he basically told us, hey, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to do a show at the Blind Pig in Miami. I'm going to have a few bands. I really want you guys to play. So when he told us that, we were still kind of rehearsing, getting our stuff together, and we decided, okay, this is going to be the first show. So we rehearsed for that. We played the show, and then at that show, Carlos Imperatori, which is our producer now, he was there and he saw the show and after the show he came up and he was like, guys, I really like what you guys are doing. It's amazing, you know, that it's only a two-piece and this awesome sound's coming out. I want to work with you guys. So ever since that show, we started working with him on our songs. You know, we basically write the songs, came up with the songs, and then we would show him the songs and he would give us pointers here and there, like this verse is too long or do this, do that. And that's what we've been doing essentially for a year. And then in April, this like a month ago, we went to New York with him to record our first album. That's so cool. Why New York? He works with uh, Hector Castillo. He's a, he's a very well-known producer as well. He's worked with David Bowie, um, a lot of uh, Spanish rock bands. And he has uh, he works in a studio there. So they they thought it was uh, more convenient for us to go up there and record with them and you i imagine you knew that he would really be able to capture your sound based on his past experience as well of course yeah exactly so um yeah that that was the thing that really the, the fact that he was so into the music really you know made us want to work with him um, I remember a few weeks or a few days uh, after that first show we played, there was a Royal Blood concert. Uh, Royal Blood, the the British band, which is also a two-piece, which has been, you know, a big part of our inspiration to make a two-piece. We went to the show with Carlos, with the producer, and I remember what, he, he's like a very serious guy, not to express it. And when Royal Blood was playing on stage, he was like banging his head and going crazy. So I really liked that. I was like, okay, this guy really does love this kind of music so i think he's a perfect producer <laughs> that's so cool when you you get to experience it like that in real time and, and get to see like uh, you know his reaction as opposed to just 
like, all right, well, we're kind of taking a shot in the dark here. Like, it's it's good that it turned out that way. Yes. So it was actually a shot in the dark because we were when we started out, we were doing uh, songs in English, and he kind of convinced us to to do it in Spanish since you know there's nothing like us in Spanish. Actually, Spanish rock is not. It's not very popular nowadays. So he convinced us to the 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 album in Spanish, which is you know a, a whole different route than the than the one we wanted initially. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the process like with him? So at first it was just conversations. He he kind of wanted to know our vision of of what we wanted, and then he told us his vision. And our vision was essentially you know just speak music, do the lyrics in English, because we both we've been living here for most of our lives and so we went to school here so at least for me it's easier writing in english but he basically convinced us as guido was saying to to do it in spanish because there's not many great rock bands right now meanwhile in english it, there are so many bands so that's where it began you know start we started writing in spanish and it was interesting it was fun a little challenging at first but eventually I think it was the right choice because we kind of connected with our our, our roots and now we're noticing that there are more rock bands in Spanish than we thought and we're connecting with them through Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been fun. That's really cool. Now you talked about it being a challenge and I know from friends of mine that, you know, speak both Spanish and English that they kind of have to do like almost a switch in the brain. Did you find it hard to do like to flip the switch while you were writing? Yes, it's very, it's kind of weird for me at least it's like I think I speak better Spanish when I'm talking to people than English but when it comes to writing English just comes easier because you know throughout school writing papers and all that stuff um, working professionally it's yeah. all in English and the music we listen to is mostly in English so exactly. it's, you know the phrasing the melodies everything comes easier in English it's, it's been challenging but fun so it's it's gonna be a, a more fun ride in Spanish. That's really cool that um, you guys weren't afraid to try something um, that was outside of your comfort zone. That speaks a lot to, to you guys as people and as musicians. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're so welcome. So what's next? Like we said, I mean, if, if we're going to do it in Spanish, our focus is going to be Latin America. So we're starting to plan, where our management team, they're starting to plan our show, uh, showcasing in Colombia. That's where we're from. Uh, from there, we want we want to go to Mexico City which is like the biggest market for, for our kind of music. In the meantime, we have a few shows locally. We're, we're going to play in uh, Fillmore next month. So uh, we, we just played a show at 1306 to, for, the, for the release of our first single, Gitana. We found this band called Sun City Riot from Shout Miami. Out to them. Shout out to really good city riot to play that show with us at 1306, and they came. We didn't know them, and they were super cool, really cool guys. We got along really well, and like a few days after that show, they they DM'd us, and they were like, "Hey guys, are you interested in playing at the Fillmore in Miami Beach?" And we were like, "Yeah, why?" Like they're like, "So we won a battle of the bands a few weeks ago, and that's the prize." And they just told us we could invite another band to play, and we wanted you guys to play with us at the Fillmore. So we don't know how it happened, but apparently we're playing at the Fillmore. I think it's <laughs> July 17th. So you know, it's crazy. That's really my favorite thing about South Florida and about this local scene is that everybody 
you know, gives each other a hand and gives each other a leg up. It's like, hey, like, you know, no, nobody's like, oh, I'm better than you. Or I mean, I haven't seen out of all the years I've lived here and worked here with local music. I've never seen people have an ego or be ugly with each other. It's always very like we're all part of a team. And if we can help each other out, we will. Yeah, because we, we all know the struggle. Uh, I mean, the rock scene in Miami is not, you know. People would just rather go partying and, you know, electronic music festivals and stuff. So for, for rock musicians, we know how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about, you know, going out to other bands' shows, meeting them, supporting them. Just yesterday, we were down at Las Rosas because the best poets were playing there for, I think it was Las Rosas' two-year anniversary. Oh, um, yeah, that's a big thing all this weekend from what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, and it's awesome. You know, you see all these local musicians or bands like that poets who they're from here, but now they're in New York and they came back to that show. It's really cool connecting with everybody, you know? Yeah, that's really awesome. So where can people find your music online? Everywhere. Official music video on YouTube. It's been doing really well. Mm -hmm. um, so the single's called Kitana. It's G-I-T-A-N-A, -A, which means uh, gypsy, like gypsy girl in Spanish. So we have a video for that. It's up on YouTube. You can search Cavaleta, um, and it'll be the first thing you see. And then on Spotify, too, you can search Cavaleta, Gitana. We only have that one song out for now. And then Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just Cavaleta. There's one word you'll find us there. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for taking time with me this afternoon, and it was wonderful getting to know you both. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. You're welcome. Have fun at your Fillmore show. We will. Thank you. We will. Thank you so much. You're Have welcome. a great day. Take care. <laughs>